Greetings to all and welcome to Roswell Home Studios. My name is The Father, Shyland Flowers, and this is Artist on Artist. Today we have a very, very I say um, very, very special guest. Um, a lot. Uh, I'm going to switch it up today. Today we have, um, in my humble opinion, and I just want to point out that I don't know shit, but my humble opinion, probably the most influential man in all of upstate music for the last half decade um he is a rapper he is a singer he's a songwriter he is a engineer he is wait engineers so i did that ah, did so ah. so that <laughs> see i did that <laughs> artist please introduce yourself yeah so uh, my name is kelvin frierson um when i sing i'm kelvin frierson when i rap i'm seven Spelled five e seven three n, but I'm sure we'll get into that as we, we get further into the. We were not to them. Okay, so we won't. Get we into we that. were not getting into that. Right, Reason cool. being is because I've been telling you that you should be one name since I met you. Nah, I can't be one name. Yeah, I mean, uh, can't I, be one name. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I ain't got time to deal with this. <laughs> How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing well. I'm 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 blessed. I guess that's the uh, that's the generic black answer. Yeah. yeah, I'm blessed. You know, I'm I'm blessed to be here. But nah, man, you highly know, I'm, favorite. I'm 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 definitely in a good good headspace. I'm um uh, I'm doing well, man. Doing well. That's very very good. Let's um normally how we start these things is we get to um I ask you about your inspiration and your upbringing and uh, doing research for you um in particular you and Ari. Um, very easy because I I really know you and Ari. Right. Um, so people that are listening to this might not know what or where Madden, South Carolina is. But can you please tell the people about your hometown of Madden, South Carolina? So I'm from the metropolis of Manning, South Carolina. Um, if you are headed towards Florence, Charleston. Past Columbia, past Sumter, mm. um, out there, going towards <laughs> Orangeburg, out there. Uh, how many other places are around it? So, and you make a, a it, sharp left, a sharp left. <laughs> so, if you look on the map of South Carolina, where the chicken leg is, what we look like, and Orangeburg looks like is eating Manning, South Carolina. <laughs> that's a that's a way to put it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a way to put it. But yes. I'm from the I'm from the low country. Okay, I'm, I'm definitely from the low country. Yeah, yeah so right. you got to be going there to get there, or if you're going to the beach, you'll pass through it. If you blink or sneeze, then you'll miss it. So yeah, I'm from a small town, man. All right. Um, tell us a little bit about your uh, upbringing. I know, um, you grew up in a religious household. You know, your father is a pastor. Um. You and your brother sing like you guys are on the choir. <laughs> Tell us a little bit yeah, about that. Man. So, uh, like you said, both of my parents are, are pastors. Uh, grew up in a Baptist church. Um, since I was five, I was singing. Um, and once I hit maybe around age 10, um, and shout out to my cousin, Sean Robinson. So he was a poet. And what I would do is take the poems that he didn't like, and I would memorize them and treat them as if they were my poems. But that actually was the, the tool that I needed to start writing. So like, I mean, I was, I was macking on chicks as a 10 year old 
because of the poems that I was writing. They were like, man, you know, this is really in depth, but. <laughs> so you've always been extremely gifted. That's what you're saying. No, I, 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 I had a ghostwriter initially. Uh-huh. Then I became gifted. And I think we've all had a ghostwriter yeah. at some point. Yeah, Nobody wants to admit so. it. It happens. The yeah, best but, yeah, you know, I, I um, got the been inspired by music by my parents. So both of my parents, they sing. Uh, my oldest two sisters, they sing. The middle child, public speaking, is her gift. She can't carry a tune in the bucket. My brother sings, and <laughs> I sing as well. Disrespectful. So, um, yeah. <laughs> we did. Um, we did a uh, podcast together. Right. Um, a few months ago hasn't mm-hmm. been released yet. I probably will be released by the time I release this. Okay. But as of now, um, May eighth of two thousand nineteen, it has not been released. Um, and I made some very uh, some very hard claims. Um, were you releasing music before you met me? Yes and no. Um. Mm, yes on, and no. Come on, no, man. No, yes and no. Because there's a song that I have. There's actually a couple songs that I have on. I don't even know if they still use this outlet. Um, Reverb Nation. It was the original version of Nitro um, that I wrote in 2008 after a date that I had where uh, this whole Marvel uh, cinema universe started. Uh, good times, cra- good times. Crazy night, <laughs> crazy night. But um, from there, I released another song that I did with my fraternity brothers, and I was writing songs here and there. So it was only two songs that I had released, and I was always working on music since 2003. But like, really, really, really taking it serious, I didn't start taking it serious until like I got out of school and uh, moved up to Greenville. So what? What I will give you credit for <laughs> is what made me focus down uh, and and hone in on the skill of writing and creating music was, um, so I met this kid when I was an assistant director of admissions at Brown Mackey. Oh, so wait, we're jumping ahead. Okay. Oh, are we jumping? Okay. Um, no, okay, no, so we can I, go. We we can go. Oh no, actually, no. We can. I'll get there. double back. Double I'll back. get there. We'll we'll double back on that, but. It it took me a while to like really, really, really starting starting to hone in on the craft of, hey dog, you can do this. Like you can you can sing, you can write. And I was selling raps and stuff like that because being the forefront person was something that I could do, but I I just never really wanted to. So I would either write for my brother or write for some other local talent in my hometown or write for a local talent up here. Um, got contracts to say who I can't write for. So um, what I've written, it was dope. Uh, a few things. Yeah. Uh, a, a few things. First of all, you know how competitive I am. Yes. Uh, Reverb Nation before SoundCloud used to be like a really huge thing. So we used, always used to battle. Um, this is like the beginning days, like the dying days of MySpace is when I first started rapping. Um, and we always used to uh, like argue who was like the number one rapper on reverb for greenville i had a song on myspace too by the way i think the very first thing <laughs> i've ever recorded was on myspace that's how yeah. <laughs> i've been doing this for a minute um i had another point as well oh you said you were writing for artists right did you write for city lights 
That's no. something I wanted to ask you. No, okay. I, I never wrote for Sydney. Because you took a song. So I, I, mean, <laughs> I thought maybe. So, all right. No, we're going to clear this up. <laughs> no, Just in case. No, we're not. No, no, no. No, we're going to talk about this. So, uh, another kid, and, and there was a lot of talent that has run across me. City Lights is actually pretty dope. He did a song and he had a 16. Cool. So, Shyland was over the house, known as Nova at the time. Um, and I was, he was like, yo, this is dope. I'm gonna jump on it. He jumps on it. He does 24 bars to this kid, 16. And I was like, yo, that's messed up. (laughs) So, so, so this is my fault. Yeah, it's your fault. It's your fault. You went 36. No, no, no. The story ends with 24 bars because I'm telling the story. Okay. I only did. Um, carry the three, one. Uh, three sets. Of, <laughs> I did three sets of twelve bars. Okay, that's what I did. Mm. Mm. I did three sets of twelve bars. Mm. And you know what's bad? It's one of those control things because City Life actually had a really good verse on that song, but his verse was really dope. You rapped. You you did the murder mook that you rapped for a very long time. It wasn't a long time. I I timed it out. It was just the. I think the song was like three minutes long. I think it rapped for like three, like a like at least a minute and a half of the song and not including the hooks. So I think like the rap person of the song, everybody rap for like a minute. I wonder if I have this song on my phone still. I have it. I wonder if I have this song on my phone still because I, I think the song is longer than three minutes because uh, and I got to my other <laughs> And what's crazy is we still both use those verses that we that we did because you used it on your, your album. Absolutely. Uh, Satoma. And I used it on um, Somewhere in America, Jay-Z's song that he did on his... Uh, Lost Throne. Right, no, no uh, Magna Carta. Magna Carta Magic. album. And I dug that song so much that I, I found whoever did the, the best knockoff version of it. And that 36 fit perfectly in it. Because he has this uh, line where he goes, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 20 million. Oh, I'm so good at math. And I said, uh, if E is energy, then he's MCs the squared, Einstein's theory of relativity. Uh, frame of thought is the constant. Speed a lot is the math. No, speed. Yeah. Added up with the pen and pad. Oh, I'm so good at math. I should have said physics, but I said I'm so good at math because math is just physics and motion. So it was a nerd bar that I threw in there and I, I had to have it. I just I had to have it. I understand. I had I, to I, have it. I get you. So it was dope. Rest in peace, the lights. Um, he's not. He's, he's not, not dead. dead. He's not dead. He's but, not dead. But after his that song, career might be over, but he's not dead. Haven't heard anything from him. I hope he's doing great. Um, like I said before, my research. Um, I just know you. I know how you work. Right. Uh, people don't. So, um, let's talk a little bit about your inspirations. Um, who who do you think you sound like? So I can tell you who you actually sound like. So. I never thought I sounded like anyone okay. until um, someone who's influenced a lot of my music. Um, she told me that I sounded like Common. And then she told me that I sounded like the young Dr. Dre. And then she told me that I sounded like Buster Rhymes. And we can like and ride over there if you want to. Say so what? I said, we, we can ride over there if you want to. Nah. This is getting kind of disrespectful. We, we, we can go over there. It's not, nah. a it's not a problem. I got a sword somewhere right no, here. No, no, can, no, no, okay. no, no. Uh, because like when, when she was doing those comparisons, it wasn't the first time that I, that I heard that I sounded like Common. Uh, because a song that I did, that I recorded and released, 
since Nov says that I never released any music until I met him. Not true. Let, uh, and let, let 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 me clarify. I don't want to say that you didn't release. I any got music. serious about it. I got I okay. got back serious about oh, making oh. my own music oh, when I met you. Okay, but it wasn't a competition thing. It was an admiration thing. Nobody thought so, I didn't so look at the competition. I need people to understand that it wasn't one of those. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk about that later on. Okay. All right. I'm jumping ahead again. <laughs> it's a nice little segue. I got. I got. I got you. My bad. But, it's fine. Um. So I took Drake's, uh, Drake and Timbaland did a song together back in 2007, 2008. Is it, is it Say Something? Yeah, Say Something. It's like 2010. That was 2010? Yeah. I got to stop drinking. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the song Say Something, I took that and I rapped it and like I let her hear it and she goes, well, I let another friend hear it and they were telling me, oh, you know, I didn't know that Common did mixtapes. And I said, excuse me? She was like, yeah, this ain't the new Common song. And I'm like, nah, that's me. Nah, that's not you. That's Common. So, and that's when I, I fell in love with the album Finding Forever because it was, it was one of those, I didn't think that I sounded like Common, but apparently she made the connection initially. And then someone who's inspired a lot of my music, she made the connection that, okay, yeah, you know, you sound like Common. And then she heard another song. So you sound like Drake. She heard another song. You sound like Busta Rhymes. And then, she was like, oh, you know, the wordplay in this one sounds like Kendrick. The wordplay in this one sounds like Andre 3000. So, like, and as I'm saying these things, I'm starting to realize who actually influenced my sound. I've got a top 10 that I think is unbeatable. However, people look at my top 10 and say, hey, man, that's not a top 10 at all. But it's, <laughs> but it's, my, but it's my top 10. It, it, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, you can't tell yeah, me that it's that. not my top 10. But Are we talking? And we're and we're referring to you as Seven the rapper, not Seven the rapper, not Kelvin, Kelvin the, the singer. singer. Talk about Kelvin the singer's influence, because that's so, where I was going. So Kelvin the singer's influence came from my mom. So that was that was my riding buddy. So my mom would take me to school every morning. And while she's taking me to school, it was Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was Barry White. It was, um, um. Uh, What's the guy's name? Uh, main ingredients, the Osley brothers, whatever. And she always said that, you know, you young kids don't know what music is. You young kids don't know what music is. Let's so just, let's just hate that. I hated it, but I understood because I still don't understand what she was talking about <laughs> is there's no musicianship that exists with these artists now because everything is canned music. You put a looped beat on and then someone kind of strings their own things up to the beat. You know, I ain't talking about uh, Tone Jones, nor am I talking about Booney Mayfield, because those dudes are actually legit. But what I am talking about are these people who they don't have bridges in their songs. They don't have any creativity with that, with the, the melodies or anything like that. It's just a 808 drum snare, hi-hat, and some bland melody where the rapper just usually jumps on and, and does their own gimmick in order to make the song hot. But it was okay. it was a um, it was that from the old school. My younger era, growing up, it was Bilal, it was D'Angelo, Erica Badu, Vivian Green, Jill Scott, and like uh, I got to college, it was John Legend, Jamie Fox. When he finally dropped the not his first album, because his first album was called Peep This, that came out in '94. I had that album too. He will not re-release it because uh, it wasn't that great but I thought it was awesome. But, you know, so I, I had so many different musical influences, but then going to the gospel side of things, it was Fred Hammond. It was Hezekiah Walker. 
It was Marvin Sapp when he was a part of the the quartet group that him and Fred Hammond were a part of called uh, Men of Distinction or something like that. Don't make me lie to you. I'm messing it up. OJ hears this. He's going to kill me because of it because he listened to it. Commission. That's what they were called. It's Commission OJ, so leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> but so like I had a gospel influence, but I always was a fan of music, so I had a classical influence. It was Bach, Beethoven, Chopin. And then I had a country influence that came to it because of the stories that they told. And I wanted to be able to structure certain things. So you had David Allen Cole and Garth Brooks and um, ah, I can't even think about the other country stars that I listen to right now. Um, uh, Brooks and Dunn, uh, Big and Rich, like those guys, they they inspired me to do things that Big actually made rich. sense. Haven't heard, um, heard Big Rich in a very long time. Yeah, and even a, a even a rock and roll influence, whether it was metal or if it was soft rock. I so music influenced me to be able to create so much so that when I have a writer's block and I'm doing R and B music or neo soul music, I'll go listen to rock and roll or classical in order to break the writer's block and then try to implement some of the sounds that I heard and what it is that I'm writing for an R and B song. So to just reiterate, um, inspired by all types of music all types of music yeah <laughs> understood but but it goes it goes deeper than that and i know you're gonna cut a lot of that but however here's the best part about artists on artists is it's a show for artists uh first i don't i don't cut anything oh <laughs> I all cut, right well, say I nothing i call it aries dad papoose <laughs> i'm not cutting <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cutting anything <laughs> right what, what, what kind of gun goes <laughs> oh god the best gun ever <laughs> all right so we're gonna move on we're gonna move ahead we're gonna get into some of the best stuff right we all have an understanding of who you are what inspires you how you're how you're, we don't know, quite know how you work yet but that's what right. we're about to get into okay now it's time for you to tell um the story that you're probably going to be telling um, for the rest of your life. Um, I personally think it's the second most important story ever told. Um, only coming in second to the story of the birth of Christ. Wow. <laughs> okay, he put some stank on it. I, do. I don't, I don't follow, even know what story he's talking about yet. Follow me, follow me, follow <laughs> right. me, follow me. <laughs> Kelvin. Yes. You were working at Brown Mackey. Okay. One day. A young man walks in. Uh-huh. Pause. Do you know the definition of the word hubris? As in H-U-B-R-I-S? That is, that, that is exactly what I mean. Okay. Um, I know the definition of hue. Okay. Um, and as far as many colors, uh, <laughs> which is, which are many shades of color. So I, like, I can... I- I can only think that hubris, let me use my context clues. Um, can, can you use it in a sentence? But I've heard you say it in a song. You've heard me say it in multiple songs. So, um, uh, I mean, I would think it's the, the shade of or the likeness of something or someone great. Um, in, in my, my, um, my context clues, they could be off tonight, though. Not entirely true. The definition of hubris is excessive right. pride or self-confidence. Excessive pride or self-confidence. Okay. So when you tell this story, I want everybody to keep in the back of their mind the word hubris. All right. You ready? 
Yeah. Okay. So you're working in Brown Mackey. The year is 2015. Right. You're working in you're working in Brown Mackey. Uh huh. One one day, a a young man walks in. Okay. And he's like, "Hey, I'm interested in going to school." Right. Finish this story. So he's sitting down, and I. So there are some amazing things uh, about this because he comes in, he sits down, he tells me what he's interested in, and I'm talking to him about school. So we're ready to seal the deal to get him to become a student. And he tells me that he does music. And I'm like, all right, cool. So my big bro, and I call OJ my big bro, we're nine months apart, but OJ and I, we've been best friends in sixth grade. So my big bro, I call him over and I said, hey man, this dude said he can rap. And then I called Frank over too. Frank is a, a little guy. Um, the first time I met him, my, my big bro OJ told me, hey, you know, he a real Christian. And I was, I was almost offended because I'm like, <laughs> I thought I was a real Christian too. <laughs> you thought. <laughs> but he goes, nah, man, you know, he really lives what it is that he's saying. That's beside the point though. So he comes over there and I was like, yo, you know, you are, you said you're a rapper. Well, spit something. And the entire time that him and I, we were talking, he's, he stuttered a little bit and he spit something. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, sound like he had some bars. He was kind of nervous in what it was that he was spitting. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's, he, he sounds legit. So then I get an invite. And he says, hey, man, I want you to come to the crib and check out some of the songs. So I'm like, all right, cool. Not knowing where it is that I'm going. So I get in my car. You from Greenville. I'm going down Lawrence Road, going into Simpsonville, right? Go to Simpsonville. And it's a, a nice house that I pull up to. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's a privileged kid. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, all, all these privileged kids say they can rap. Never been quite a privileged and, kid in my life. And the reason why it's because of the size of the house. <laughs> Um, no, my mama house, nigga. <laughs> well, did you live with your mom? You, you know how long it took us to get into that house. That's fine. And I and I tell people the same story about how I grew up because we grew up in Middletown, man, and and in the house that we live in now, even the white people say, "Hey, man, that's a white people house." And I'm like, "Don't you mean white person's house?" But I, I try not to correct them because they're from Manor, and English wasn't the, the best thing mm, in my hometown. But that's beside the point. So I pull up and I'm like, "Okay, you know this this kid is." You know, he's privileged. Maybe he's maybe he's got some some stuff going on. So I'm so used to hearing these young rappers and I say it's the it's going to be the same kind of. Well, I'm talking to Kelvin. It's going to be the same kind of shit that I've heard before. Um, You know, one of these at the town SoundCloud rappers. Mm. So I go in and the first song that I hear, which is ended up being the intro to uh, Satoma was. Um, uh, baby, why you doing like that? What, what was the, what's the name? Um, act like you know. Act like you know. Act like you know. I hear this shit, and I lie to you all not. The moment the song, the moment he finishes his verse, my phone is already in my hand because I start writing a verse to that song because it's like it's almost like the space for a sixteen, and when he turns the song off. I look at him and I was like, bruh, that shit dope. And I get on the phone and I call my big bro and I was like, dude, you remember the kid that was sitting in my office and he was rapping and he, you know, was kind of stammering over a couple of his words. He stuttered a little bit and he goes, yeah. I said, man, I'm at his crib right now. 
and you won't believe the shit that I heard. And I immediately looked at him and I said, yo, no, play that shit, man. <laughs> now, we all know, listening to some shit over a phone, you can't really hear it. But, you know, and, and I, you might have OJ up here. You might not. He ain't an artist, but he's a producer. And he goes, yeah, you know, that shit cool. Because that's that's all that's that's all he does. That's all pause. he does. <laughs> this is a great pause moment. Right. Pause. So hubris. <laughs> right. <laughs> hubris, guys. So um you have to remember where I am in twenty fifteen. Um I am just coming off of the death of my mentor, um, Stephen Crocker. So the very first thing that rest I rest in peace crock. Rest in peace crock. The very first thing that I do is a project called Satoma. Um Satoma stands for service to mankind. Subtitle is because you've never had a better time. It's kind of was like my therapy before I actually started going to therapy, which we'll talk about as well. Right. Um good time. So um this is when you're gonna be mad because we have this argument all the time. Um, I personally, as of this date, I think that Satoma is my best project. So you gotta realize, as a, a 2015, I'm a young 21 year old, and I I I think that I'm one of the you know best rappers in the world or i had the potential to be the best rapper in the world so when i'm playing these tracks for oj so let me let me pause you right there what i will say from being around him his claim to being one of the best rappers in the world he ain't far off y'all like i and that that's coming from uh Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm playing these songs. So I'm playing these songs for OJ. And I'm playing songs like Frank and Ahmad and um you know whoever else was up there at the time. And they're just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like uh, they're they're cool. And I'm thinking, like, this is like these are the best shits I've heard like forever. I get a minute. (laughs) Like I like like I'm killing this shit. Um so not only did going to college teach me um, a lot about myself as a person, but taught me a lot about myself as an, an artist. And I don't think I would be the same artist I was today had I not been, you know, taking down a few pegs by these old ass niggas. Um, <laughs> not, not Kelvin. <laughs> not, not Kelvin, but <laughs> I don't think I'd be the exact same artist. So um, for those of you who do know, we, um, my mother was so kind and fortunate, um, was so kind and fortunate, was so kind enough to let us use the shed in our backyard in Malden. And we had a studio that was called The Chapel. Cause it sat on top of a hill and it looked kind of like a church. Um, privilege shit, privilege shit. Um, and the whole summer fifteen, we was in there, uh, cranking out music. Um, do you remember the first song we 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 ever did together? First song that you and I did together was um, <laughs> it was a City Light song. Actually, was it really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rest of you, City. <laughs> Do you remember the second song that we did together? The second song that we did together was Top Dog. No, it's not. It's not? It's not. 
Don't fear the reaper. Ah, don't yes. fear the don't reaper. Don't fear the reaper. And then right after Don't Fear the Reaper, it was outside. And then. Are we counting outside? We should count outside. What we should that? count outside. Outside was actually first, believe it or not, I think. No. It was outside and then it was the reaper. Because you got mad because I, <laughs> I, I put you on the background vocals. It's, no. <laughs> no. Tell, tell the story right. I, I, I know. <laughs> you talking about outside? Yeah. So let me let me clear this up. So so now, God. and I'm speaking as Kelvin. <laughs> this is this is Kelvin talking. This isn't seven. Oh, when Christ. seven talks or raps, he does not curse. This is Kelvin. Mm. Okay. So, nigga, <laughs> I was not upset about it. I teased him about it. Because I said, oh, shit, what you did was you did to, and I don't even know, because you were in your feelings, you weren't even talking at the time. I said, what you, because this was after the video shoot, as a matter of fact, was when I was really on your head about the shit. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found that um, behind the scene footage the, the other day, by did the way. You? Yeah. So what I said to him was, oh, shit, you did the same thing to me that Michael Jackson did, the floor tree. So floor tree wrote the song Butterflies. In the background, you hear floor trees, harmonies, and all that other shit the entire time. But what you hear in the forefront is Michael Jackson's vocals. So it's Michael Jackson's vocals over floor trees background. So I really wasn't upset. I was like, oh, all he did was he turned out my vocals and he he meshed his vocals over top of mine where his stood out with me carrying the harmony of outside. Okay. Now what I was mad about. <laughs> was the way he mixed Reaper because all the vocals that were supposed to be in the front, he moved to the back. And all the vocals that were supposed to be in the back, he moved to the front. But at the end of the day, what I always tell you, bruh, it's your song. <laughs> do what you gonna do thank, with it. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate but that. Yeah, don't tell people I was mad. Man. No. I don't get mad about stuff like that. You, you bruh. Satoma, you know, um, uh, Pretty good, if I say so myself. Coming up on the uh, on the fifth year anniversary next year, I have a I have something. I want to spend five years. Yeah, I, I got something I want to do as well. I'm I'm, wow. I'm gonna tell you off 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 mic, but there's something that I want to do for Satoma. Okay. Um. So that that uh Satoma ends 2015 for me. Um. Kind of as a redemption storyline. If you know the story, um, I was beefing with a lot of rappers here in the upstate. And Woo! Satoma was kind of like my uh, my redemption storyline, if you will, uh, my redemption arc, if you will. Um, uh, moving on to 2016. Now, now, on the last episode, we had Ari here, right? And me and Ari had a very um, interesting 2016. But what Ari doesn't know, or Ari might know, but I don't think she grasps just how important this is. Um, that. Me and you also had a very interesting 2016. Yeah. Um. So we got Aerie's side of the story on the last episode. So on this side of the, so on this episode, I want to get your side of the story. What can you tell the people at home about the infamous Illville Records? Time out. <laughs> Time All out. Right. <laughs> Before we get started, All right. this is gonna. This is uh. I'm 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 shooting off because we're gonna double back on this. Okay. But keep this in mind. Illville versus True King. Just keep keep that in the back of your mind, okay? Because because it's gonna come back. We're gonna we're gonna come back to okay. this, okay? Okay. All right. Tell the people about Illville. So Illville is the uh, the 
the label of Sir Shyland Flowers, who uh, was was father. No, well, I guess he's still a father to those that he fathers. I'm still no. Um, so no, he he created a label called Illville Records, and he had a producer in home, which was uh, DQ. Yep. Uh, he had um, a singer, which was Eric. Yep. He had another rapper, which was Featherfly Focus. Yep. And it was him. Um, and I I was in to do some advising, some senior <laughs> some senior advising. That was it. That was that was my that was my whole role. Is that the role you so, wanted? Yeah, that was the role I wanted. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was the role I wanted okay. Okay. because because what was. <laughs> What was offered to me? <laughs> just asking. What was offered to me was, "Yo, you should get down." And I said, "Well, why is that?" He said, "Because I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, what might bring the best out of me is being challenged by a rapper who could possibly be better than me. Sometimes." <laughs> Did you not say that hubris? Um, Did you not say that? No, I, I, um, I need you to be. I need you to be honest with that's yourself. That's not the reason why it sounds that was, about. That was one of the, that it was sounds one of the about that said to me. right, but that's not the reason why I wanted you to be, um, Illville. Um, and also he heard Sam I am. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, Illville. You being a part of Illville was less to do. With music, more for me and my and my personal right. sake, it had more to do with organization and business. Yeah, and that's and that's why I lent it the hand as advisor, um, uh, a liaison, um, consultant. I, you will. I, I I like the words you're using. Yeah. <laughs> I like the words you're using. Um, <laughs> um, how many projects did Illville produce? How many projects did Illville fully produce? Let me word that correctly. Fully produced? Fully produced. What was Eric's project? Signed, called? sealed, and delivered. Crickets. The answer is zero. Yeah, zero yeah. We had a studio. We had a we had our own studio on Woodruff Road. Our own studio. We had an actual like, build, on, like a uh, building. Lawrence Road. Lawrence Road, yep. Lawrence Road. On Lawrence Road, we had our own studio. We working. We did the area project. We actually finished the area project. We just never released it. Never released it. Um, you I told me know. to send it to her. Um, in hindsight, I should have. And and I and I get it. I get it. In hindsight, I should have. Um, I get why you didn't. But I'm glad in hindsight you understand why you should have. The that's all that matters. We had the <laughs> we had the feather uh project, which was never never started on. Never started on. We yeah. started. We recorded one song for it, was two that, songs for it. Was that "Have a Nice Day"? Was one of those songs? No, we um, "Have a Nice Day" was for uh, me and Ari actually went to Feather's house. This is when I was um, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah, when That's I was working, um, I was working at the Samsung call center, and I would like pack all my equipment up, and when as soon as I get off work, I would go pick up Ari, and we would just go drive to Feather because Feather lived over where I live at now, but he didn't have a car, so we used to come go over Ari, uh Feather's house and record. So Feather has two tracks. I think they're still on my mom's laptop. Um, two tracks. Two tracks. Two tracks. Two tracks. I took a year off, which in hindsight is the worst mistake I've ever made. You know what I realized? I don't think so. And and we'll come back to that. You know what? You know what I realized? I realized that my career has been plagued 
and I'm not going to say it's been plagued by things that I've done wrong, but I will take the blame for things, for things that I have done wrong. But I don't think the things that I have done wrong have set me back as much as trying to assist other people has set me back. I think trying to assist other people has so far. And I, I'll say I've been taking rap serious for four years at the moment. I'll say that. And I'll say for two of these years, <laughs> I spent trying to help other people kind of just fucked up my whole, my whole little groove. Um, and I understand that feeling. So, um, hence book of black and gold being March 10th. Now we're waiting. No, and 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 that's where we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get into that too because I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Matter of fact, I think we can skip that. No, no, no. We gonna get back to it because I got a bone. I I figured it out. Okay. I figured it out. I'm gonna say it now before I forget it. Okay. <laughs> I, I figured it out. I was writing notes for this episode, and I was like, "What could me and Kelvin talk about?" And we're gonna get back to our history together as well. Right. Um, but. I was like, Kelvin's missing something. Like, like, genius is like a parasite or like a, a bacteria <laughs> or or like a or like a car. And it's a disability. No, it's not. It is. It's not a disability. Trust let me, me tell is. you what it is. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what it is. You were, <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, but let me finish before you read. Right. Hit, hit me with your Thanos rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> Musically speaking, uh-huh. Kelvin isn't smarter than Nov. And the reason why Kelvin isn't smarter than Nov is because Nov listens to Kelvin, and Kelvin <laughs> doesn't listen to Nov. So it's kind of <laughs> don't so, feel bad. Kelvin don't listen to Kelvin either, right? So it's like a so it's, it, it's like a loop. <laughs> it's a loop of well, you tell me to do something, and then I tell you the same shit you told me, but you don't listen to me when and I tell I, you. And I, and I didn't listen. So didn't so, listen. so so and that I'm, I'm regretting it right now. I didn't listen. No, you know what? In all fairness, in all fairness, I didn't listen because I wasn't told until after someone saw something. <laughs> When you saw the date, you said, "Oh, so you finished it already?" And I said, "Had you had you told me the date before you posted it?" I would have told you. You would have told me a long time ago. And, I would have told and, you a way long time and ago. That's that's my fault. I fall on that sword gladly, but there's a there's a deeper story behind that. And okay, we'll, we'll get into that. When I'm we sure. talk about it. Yeah. Um. All right. So, um, 2016, I, I, I took a year off. Help feather. Help airy. Right. Um. Attempt to help feather and help airy. Um. Um, long story short, Illville. Um, we talked about it a little bit last uh last episode with Ari. Um, long story short, the whole Illville resulted in me not talking to anybody but Kelvin for like a year. That's some change. So. I think Josh was like, I thought I stopped talking to Josh for like four or five months, and everybody else was like a year and some change. I talked to Ari until I think shoes was about to drop, and I didn't talk to Feather. Um, on a regular basis until I until about two weeks ago. True, true story. Um, wow. Uh, but yeah, I was yeah yeah no yeah but um, 
let's talk about our 2017 not 2018 what did we spend our two years doing what did we spend two years doing so for two years as a matter of fact in the 2016-2017 sounds, sounds apt to me and and then doing stuff in 2018 we spent as as far as about two and a half years two and a half years we spent working on are you shoeless so let me let me let me dial back a little bit before we jump into are you shoeless so hubris let's let's keep that that word in mind let's keep let's keep hubris in let's, mind. let's keep hubris in mind i dig it so Nove has the ability to bring out the best in seven. This will be the first and last time you'll ever hear me say that. Ah. And it was it's one of those things that I'm I'm forever grateful and I'm and I'm in debt to him because of it. So Nova and I did a song and it was literally based on bragging rights. That's the only way I can look at it. During the Illville time, okay, I know. Okay, okay, DQ made this track, and I said, "Yo," because I remember I was sitting on the couch, in the in the stew, and I said, "Yo, that joint's dope. Send that to me." And you were like, "Nah, bro, he gonna send that to me because I like it too." <laughs> I spoke up about it first, and he was like, "All right, cool." So he sent it, and. This is the first time ever in my life that I wrote a verse prior to hearing anyone else's verse. But let me let me explain my process. I'm already writing in the moment that I'm that I've heard someone else's verse because usually I'm a featured rapper and I have to be able to stick to the topic of what things are. Right, right. So I think that's just smart on my behalf. And I never take anything from the previous verse unless it's to give a shout out to the person who said something on the song and say, hey, like such and such said this, 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 and this. To either close out or open up or in the middle of my, whatever, wherever it falls. So we did a song together and it was called Blackout. I was so in tune with the track that I literally blacked out when I wrote it. A lot of people laugh at me when I tell them this. If I'm singing, this is Kelvin talking now. If I'm singing, I don't need as much assistance from God because this is a natural gift that he gave me. If I'm rapping, it's me and God and God is my ghostwriter. (laughs) That's the way that I put it. I literally have a cadence in my head and it just goes. So kind of speed it up. Um, we did the song together. I gave him my verse first. He gave me his verse. We fused the songs together the best way we could. It got put on the podcast. And w- what I will say, future oh. after I explain this podcast, oh, oh, is that oh, okay. a angry, focused Nove, a yo, I'm the best, I know I'm the best, and ain't nothing you can say to me, Nove, is a scary individual. Like, you don't want to be around him. You don't want to jump on songs with him. Like this is this is Thanos with with all the this oh the, with, I'm I'm telling oh, you, dude. <laughs> and, and and I really mean that because we did this podcast and they shitted on him. And I, I was like, yep, I remember. Damn. But then I get a call 
that Sunday after he sent me the podcast that Friday, I get a call and he said, yo, fuck it. I ain't doing music no more. I'm going to retire. And the conversation that we had was, hey, bro, not everybody going to like your shit. This is just three people. And he was talking to however many people were listening to the podcast at the time. I said, you take that shit, you learn from it. So he sent me one song. I can't remember the name of the song, but it was just, it was all bars. You even put it on uh, iTunes for a little bit. And he took it off. And then he sent me... um, it was the song that Aries sung the hook on. Fool's Go. Fool's Go. I don't know what first we're talking about, but I know yeah. Fool's Go. Then he sent me Fool's Go, and I was like, you know, that's cool. Maybe not with Aries on the, the hook. Yeah. So, and we have that, that argument back and forth all the time. Um, I love Aries. Aries is a sweetheart. Aries slides her notes, and when there's not someone in there to be on her case, she don't always hit the way that she's supposed to. I agree. So, then after he does that, he comes to the house. This is after I lose my job at East at Brown Mackey College. So this is early 2017 or 2016, late 2016, late 2016. Okay. This is this is summer 2016 because I hadn't even started working at um it was like Virginia next. Yeah, Virginia College is right after okay. that. So it was literally in between June 10th and June 27th. He comes to the house. I was living in Greer at the time. This team was the long ass. Yeah, year. with with <laughs> and, I, and I was and, yeah, whatever. Long I was, Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was living in Greer at the time, living at Greer, living in Greer at the time yeah. with the person who's responsible for a lot of my my musical influence right now. And he comes over with bad company. Mm. And it was the the very first song. And it, it seemed to me like he already had it planned out that, yo, this is going to be the intro. You know, if ands or buts about it. And the moment the track came on, I lost my shit. Because I'm like, yo, whatever the fuck this is, the track alone is going to speak for it. But when this nigga started rapping, I said, a focused, angry nose. A... Oh, so y'all think that this is it to me. When I heard that shit, y'all, I lost my mind. And like, literally, I couldn't even keep it together while he was there. But when he left, I was so excited that I started putting like Marvin Gaye ad libs and shit in the background of it. And I sent it to him. He was like, yo, man, just send me that so I can kind of go over it, blah, 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 blah. And, and this is like, my mixing has gotten a lot better. This is when my mixing was garbage. Um, so I, I put whatever effects on it and I started throwing all the background shit in there. And he was like, Oh shit. I didn't even know that was a part of the track. I said, it's not. I went in <laughs> and I did some shit. I didn't know if that was underneath shade as in, why'd you do that shit in my background? Or if he was just so zoned out into the beat, that's beside the point. But he destroyed that shit. And I was like, yo, whatever this phase is that he's coming into when he says that he's one of the best rappers in the world. Y'all gotta listen now, because the the way he attacked it, the the strength that he had in his voice, the the anger that he had behind that was one of those. Yo, this shit is gonna be a this this is gonna be a classic. Ain't no if ands or buts about it. This gonna be the one. And then two and a half years later, we got shoeless. We got countless hours of that we. Damn, we recorded 25 songs for how many? 
that's on the project. We recorded a song where he took a verse from that song and put it into another song on Shoeless. And I don't even know what he's going to do with the rest of the song. We recorded a song that was supposed to make it on a different track that found snuck his way into maybe the upcoming project. I don't know. I think like, hey, um, I think man, we recorded, we recorded Shoeless from 2016 to 2018. We recorded it. Um, no, to 2017. No, we recorded 2018 too. Um, we had to finish some shit. I had to go back and finish some shit. We did Freedom right. 28 at the beginning of 2018. We did um, Running Back to You. We had to For the Wire. All these are all late for editions. The, for the Wire was 2018, and the reason why I say that is because, <laughs> and and I I jokingly say it is the beginning of the end of my relationship was the summer of 20. No, the Fall of 17. No. Because I didn't have the concept for Maria until summer of 17. And my relationship was... Uh, you were still there? No, it was June 25th of 2017. Huh. And before then was when we spent eight hours in the studio. Yeah, in May. In May, and, we spent eight hours in the studio. Yeah. We did that twice. Yep. And then that wasn't even... Not counting because when Chris when Chris had a studio downtown, right, and we recorded, and that was and that was before then. That was, in the, that was in the winter. That was in November, as a matter of fact. So we we recorded the album three times, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. We recorded sixteen tracks. Um, when it first debuted on streaming in summer of eighteen or spring of eighteen, sorry, um, there were sixteen tracks. I had to take it down and re-upload it with thirteen tracks. Yep. And a whole bunch of changes. Um, very proud. I think Satoma's better, but very proud of Shoeless. Um, I'm not so proud of how it was handled. Um, which I guess, which which I know. I'm gonna sound guess. I know it soured it for me. Um, because I'm not going back listening to it now, even though it's some fire shit on there. I'm not trying to listen to Satoma just because of well, how it, it all came together. And I think it's because Satoma was more fun for you than Shoeless was. Shoeless was work. Shoeless, yeah, Shoeless. Shoeless was work. When I did Shoeless, it reminded me that this music industry or making music is a job. It's yes, not. Absolutely. It's, it's not as fun as niggas make it seem. Because what I told you was, hey, right now it's grinding season. When we done and we doing the mix and the master, that's when you smile. And I didn't smile. I was more, <laughs> I started going to therapy <laughs> when the shit was being mixed. I'm not going to throw Rekodon under the bus because I talked to him earlier today. Right. So I'm not going to throw him under the bus. Shout out to Rekodon, man. But I, I love Rekodon to death. But Shout out to Rekodon, I was man. close to killing Rekodon. <laughs> do, yeah. do you hear me? Um, let's move for a little bit. Um, I'm okay. going to kind of wrap this in with our next topic. Um, do you know what your screens, your your caller ID is on my phone? Nah. It's a picture of uh, Quincy and Michael. And <laughs> the reason why. <laughs> the reason why. That is dope. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's dope. I, because I feel that's how we work. We work like a, we work as a, a Quincy and Michael and we, and we switch roles. Sometimes you're Michael and I'm Quincy. Sometimes yeah. you're Quincy and I'm Michael. Yep. Um, talk to us about um, True King. Um, this is this is we we start having a little bit of fun. Uh, talk to the folks about True King Music Group. So, 
True King Music Group was birthed out of True King brand. Um, 2016, OJ and I lost jobs. And then the first thing that we said was we need to do something to make money, make money for us. So we started branding. Close this objective. Uh, If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, We're doing pretty well. So people are liking it. Um, And then out of that, he's always had a passion for producing. And I made a promise to him back in 2010, 2011. Whatever he does, a whatever track he creates, if someone else doesn't do a song to it, I'm going to do my damnest to create a song with it so he doesn't feel like he wasted his time. Okay. So we came up with the idea of we, we already had Vivid that was coming around all the time. And we had Vivid. Vivid started brought, coming in 2016? Vivid started yeah, coming in 2016. 2016. Yep. And then Vivid bought Zay around. And Zay started coming in April of 2017. Yeah. So we had Vivid, we had Zay. The the creation of that story is for another podcast, some other time. The creation of True King. Uh, no, oh, yeah, the creation okay. of even how we got Vivid. Okay. Yeah, because he was X Ames initially. That's a me yeah. thing. Yeah. That's a me thing. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, because he dropped the ball on that. Yeah, I did. But it's cool. I picked it up. <laughs> So, and I'm glad you did. He's so, so much better than so, it would have been. <laughs> so True King comes around and OJ was like, yo, man, let's really start pushing this music forward. Because my idea behind it was life entertainment. And he said, yo, let's just bring everything True King. All right, cool. So, I told you that as well. Yeah, you did tell me Jesus that as well. <laughs> so again, and, and that's, when, that's when your Quincy stepped in. So I was like, all right, cool. So True King starts. Um, we've got... Zay, we've got Vivid, you got myself, my brother, even though he was at camp, that's what we're going to call it, he was at camp, uh, he was going to already be down, I didn't really give him an option, we had OJ, so that's five, and then um, six, if you count Kelvin and seven, we'll talk about that later, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> please do, so um, Vivid, brings uh kovu around kovu is the the pretty boy and uh with all the hair you know kovu steven yeah yeah i I mean well that worked together anywho um brings him around i don't like work with these niggas by the way i work at home right (laughs) so he got down with it and then from him wanye came around another one of my young guys yep and what was crazy is that when Wanye came I, oh, into I the get it now. I understand. I thought we're like, I guess that it's, it's all my it's all my young niggas. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. I see what we're doing. Whatever. Oh. So there was this gentleman before, and and what's crazy is, uh, True King was was talked about, but it wasn't wasn't there yet because when you were getting ready to drop Shoeless the first time before Keys. Uh, you came to me and oh, and then it was like, nah, you know, we gonna, you know, Key said he was gonna, you know, market it and all X Y Z, right? And then he's getting ready for, uh, I don't know if you told anybody about the name of your project coming up, nope, but uh, to be announced, and then he said, hey man, um, let's get down, and I said, all right, cool, you gotta talk to O. And O was like, all right, cool. We're going to talk about the conversations in depth. O n- never liked me as an initial rapper 
to begin with. So it made me oh, kind of. No, no, no. This is what I'll say. O said you lost him with Satoma because OJ was never a fan of Satoma. And he said you won him back with Shoeless. Because for him, Shoeless was one of those, yo, this is his greatest body of work. And I know Satoma's your, your favorite. That's, that's your child. That's your, that's your first child. And I'll, I'll, put, I'll equate it to the way my parents treat us, where I'm my mama's favorite. But, <laughs> but my dad's favorite is my brother, in my opinion, because that's his namesake. So I'll that was say, one of the things that he was, he was excited about, even though he's got the same amount of love for us, all of us. It was, that's, that's, his, that's his junior. You know right. what I'm saying? Gotcha. So that's why I think Sertoma is something that's so near and dear to you because when you were learning your stride was when you did Sertoma. When you started learning that this shit was work is when you did shoeless. So it's your best body of work because it was work. Where Sertoma was fun for you. I can say that. So it can be your I'll favorite. Say, I'll say Sertoma's my favorite, but I'll say shoeless is better. Okay. Far. Yeah. Uh, I, that's fair. That's fair. I, I like that. that's fair. So you know, coming up with this, my my task for you for True King, because at, after you know we saw things were going, and it was, you know, come aboard. My task for Nov was, you've done this before. You've been around this. You've done it on your own. You've done it with a collective. Lead from the front. And that that's that was when I brought you on. That's what I I saw you as. That's why I I always said, "Hey, look, no, you got certain structure. What do you have going on? On this date, I'm doing this. This date, I'm doing that. This date, I'm doing this. This date, I'm doing that." And he said that he came to me for organization skills as it pertains to Illville, where if that was the case his organization skills has blossomed because me as an artist, as an artist, I'm unorganized. Me as a business, extremely organized. But as an artist, I ain't hit no shit. And that's fine. I, I get that. that. That's not my strength because it's hard mixing both of the business. I see why Jay-Z said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing Def Jam. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing Jay-Z's business. I don't want the president. No, I don't want to be the president anymore. That's very true. Yeah. Um, leading from the front, Right. It's very tough. Yes. It's very tough because everybody thinks they're right. Nobody nobody thinks that they're wrong in the moment. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Absolutely. Um I don't like leading from the front. <laughs> I'm not yeah. I, I I can we we've never talked about this, right. but I you're very smart. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming you've seen my energy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, when we had these conversations. Absolutely. And I'm telling niggas that <laughs> I've seen this. Yeah. This is what you should do. And niggas is like, nah. And it's very tough because you want to lead from the front because you want to set a good example for the people that are behind you. You want to set a good example for the young people who don't know anything. You know right. And they're comparatively, we're all relatively new to this but kovu zay and vivid especially our children compared to me right so it's no slight to them because i know yeah and no, and no slight and to i them. have to say no slight to them because i understand the way z gen thinks the 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 z not z gen the group 
Z and generation. You, no, and you can say thing. that about Wanye as well, because a lot of the time Wanye wasn't around for the Z gen shit. Okay. That was us. That was us. That was that was me, Brandon, and Cam. I mean, I mean, yeah, me, Brandon, and Cam. Yeah. For the majority part, Wanye and Naeem weren't around. weren't weren't around a lot of the times for that stuff. So okay. to an extent, you can say Wanye as well. Cat stuck in his ways. Cat's gonna be cat. Right. Cat's my OG. So <laughs> so, hey, so, hey. so 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 we clash on some different shit. But I always listen to him. He thinks I don't. But I always listen to Cat because I've seen what Cat whole twenty thirteen whole whole twenty thirteen twenty fourteen. I spent under Cat, literally riding around with Cat everywhere. So right. I know I've seen you know his wins. I've seen his losses. So it's it's a uh, it's I get what you want me to do. Right. But it's very tough. But guess what? Going into it, especially with me asking, I knew it was difficult. Challenge accepted. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, and and trust, there's there's always a method behind my madness. I knew it was difficult. And I knew it was going to be something that you were going to have a hard time with because it's, how do you expect me to lead when I try to give an example, it feels like you are cutting, and it's, it's not a matter of, cutting your your wind from underneath you it's a matter of okay so we understand how it went they don't know how how it went for you in the past so because they don't understand what it is what it what you went through in the past doesn't mean that they don't still have to cut their teeth you get what i'm saying yeah i get that but that's also like self-harm in a way like i i feel like yeah like nigga like Cove would so, probably have never been shot at before either, but I right. wouldn't be like, yo, you should do this. No, 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 no. <laughs> but if he would, if it was gang related, then you would say, hey, you know what? You need to go bust at them for them to get shot at to understand what is like, what, what it is. But this not being gang related, this, this being music related and, you know, no disrespect to people who are in gangs. I know all of you don't shoot. It's fine. Uh, you know, I, I, I <laughs> have to, I have to do that fine. because we're in a time and age where everything is super sensitive. So if you're working out, self-harm is a part of working out. Yeah. Because you become sore. Where you become sore, you become stronger I am very in the process. Now, actually. Yeah. By the way. So <laughs> what the, the things that are set up is one of those, hey, maybe you got to go through. Maybe you got to pay the toll. Maybe you got to become sore in your workout to understand that this regimen ain't for the weak of heart. I think there's, of I'm, course, I'm, there's better ways. To I'm do only going to use. I can only use the arguments that we've had right in the past. But I think there's better ways to go about that per se, especially right. as it pertains to running a label. I know right. me, Cat, and Pyrex are the new right guys on the label but on the same uh, the same the different side of the same coin we should have seniority because or me cat at least should have seniority because y'all 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 got skin in the game right and right certain things that i say i'm not saying to be an asshole i'm saying because i i'm literally so good at predicting shit is right scary so when i say when i say, when I say shit when i say certain things i feel that 
Because, like, in, so a, in a way, I feel that I shouldn't have to explain myself, but I understand why I, see, I have but, to explain myself. But, and, that, and that's one thing you got to get good on is communication. <laughs> you have to explain yourself because if you don't explain your position, then you just sound like an asshole. You just sound like a negative Nancy. You sound like a boss. And Kanye West said that it's easier to tell somebody what to do than Kanye to ask West, somebody what to do. Kanye and West, I agree with that. Kanye West also wears a MAGA hat. We're not talking about that. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yes, we are. Because we talking about the same person. It has nothing to do and, with telling and somebody what to do versus did Kim, asking somebody. Did Kim tell Kanye to start making trash music? First of all, Kanye West arguably. <laughs> <laughs> arguably, he's the only rapper that so he ain't never lost. Let's, 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 let's go with that. So he's 5,002 and no? 100%. <laughs> um, so yeah. let's um, talk about um, get off this depressing. Not depressing. Yeah, it's not depressing. It's it's one of those. Um, we're all kind of we're all still kind of new to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. and was, it's and it's learning. It's all learning. I was talking to Jenny the other day. She said I am. Uh, she said that me and True King won't work. And she said the reason why it won't work is because you're a leader. She's like you're naturally me. I'm a natural born leader. Right. So which I is, have to follow, which isn't necessarily my style. Which I agree and I don't. Which I agree and I disagree. I agree because, yeah, she's absolutely right. But I disagree is because if there's one thing, if there's one adjective or word to describe me, it's loyal. And right. I was asked to lead from the front. So I'm going to lead from the front even though right. <laughs> I'm aggravated and, and I don't want to. And it's fine. <laughs> what I ask is leading what you do Give your in, never, never hold your tongue. That's why, I, like, when we have these conversations, I push you to talk. I keep pushing you to talk and push you to talk and push you to talk. But one of the things that I know that I know that I know is great leadership comes from great followers. Now, one of the things that you said that showed that you knew how to follow well based on your loyalty was that you sat under Cat 13, 14. Yeah. So you had to learn it. Yes. So, where people say, oh, you're a natural born leader. Cool. But you can also learn to lead. Absolutely. 100%. And you can learn to lead effectively. But if you're leading and you're the only person that's leading and you're leading you and a whole bunch of alters, then you ain't leading nobody but yourself. That's a very valid point. Yeah. So I think that, and I appreciate your loyalty. And, and I told you, win, lose, or draw. You little bro, Love you like fam. Like we came out. Of, well, I was a C-section, so it wasn't that we came out of the same place. But it's 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 one of those <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, I'm I'm gonna stand by you regardless of of what the case is, and I'm a I'm gonna still push you though. I have to push you to do something to do something that makes you uncomfortable. The only way a plant grows is if it gets uncomfortable and has to start stretching its roots. So I'm gonna keep pushing you to do something. That's going to make you want to pull your teeth out and even say, you know what? Today, fuck you, Kelvin. I'm fine with that. I'm, I, I'm okay with that because I know what it's doing. It ain't doing nothing but tearing muscles so, so you can continue to work out. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Are you ready to have some fun? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let us know what is on the schedule for True Key Music Group this year. This 
uh, it is May now. Yes, it's May. Episode this episode will probably be end of June, early July. Okay. So um, at this time, to catch everybody up. Only person that has dropped something that I feel like talking about is Wanye with the Kinky Wizard video that came out a few days ago. Kinky Wizard video. I've hot. I've seen him a little bit after <laughs> it dropped. We went to a birthday party from uh one of our friends. Had a daughter, it's kind of like our niece. Um, cool. Went to her birthday party, and um, I saw Wanye there, and I told him that I've never been more proud of him, and I told him that you wanted me to lead from the front, but I don't have that same pool like you got. They're gonna res- Vivid and Zay and Kovu are gonna respect you more. I think you are the one. I told Wanya, I think Wanya is the one. He'll be the one to do more because I've already kind of had this fan base outside of True King where Wanya has to start all over again. Right. So I said, so I told Wanya that Wanya is the one. I think Wanya is the one to take it to the next height. Not because I can't do it, but because within within the label... I don't know how niggas feel about me per se, but and I do know that niggas love every, everybody loves Wanya. Yeah. <laughs> so so let me let me let me show you a few things that I don't think you've seen yet. Okay. So before Nove became Shyland, Nove had videos, Nove was doing shit, this, that, and the third. I'm gonna show you how you've been leading from the front already. Because maybe you hadn't seen it. Okay. You had projects prior to being Z Gen. Correct. You had videos. You had things structured already. Correct. Okay. So those things carried over because the stories that I hear from your peers and from people that were around you when you were coming up was, yo, he had this ready, he had this, he had this, he had that. And that's something that I wanted to emulate. So emulation is a form of following leadership. There's a reason why I told you to lead from the front. And I know we're, we're diving back into it, but we're, we're still moving forward past it. There are things that you have structured that people decided to structure a similar way because they've already seen you do it. You've given a blueprint mm. of the way things that are supposed to be. So by me tasking you to lead to the front is to acknowledge what you've already been doing and continue to build on that road. It's supposed to frustrate you, especially now that you know that people have been watching you. Challenge accepted. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, there's always a method to my madness, but I'm extremely proud of Wanye because Wanye is, uh, is what Jay-Z called Kanye. Go over the, he just go over the hill and it's one of those, hey, we need to go another way. Them niggas shooting. Like, <laughs> like it's, he's the Indian that we sent over the hill. And it's, and what I appreciate about Wanye is that Wanye is Wanye is Wanye. You gonna love him or you gonna hate him. Ain't gonna be no fence riders for Wanye. Yep, that's, that's, that's very true. And like, Vivid is the, the, the super introspective wordy guy. Zay is Mr. Top 40. Cat gives you your trap stuff. He gives you your pimp stuff. He gives you the, the, the street life. He gives you the party stuff. 
Man, Cat's so damn versatile. I ain't realizing until I was listening to he, him and I went through his SoundCloud and stuff. And you you, had did he take you back to like 2011? Yes. Yeah, Cat. Yeah, Cat. Right. Cat's always Man, been a Kat, problem. The, 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 this dude is dope as shit. Yep. 100%. And then you got Kofu. We were we're grooming him as the pretty boy. Is one of those. Hey, I know you've been hanging around Vivid, and you want to do your black righteousness stuff with your your raps and everything. But guess what? You ain't black righteousness. So now, so now you've got to start doing some some more fan friendly, some more frat boy type shit. Like this is this is who you, this is your lane. You ride that lane until the HOV signs are no longer existing. Like ride that shit all the way out. You know HOV. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bars. You know, I'm I'm always with the that those, was, those that was seven. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That. No, because I, I curse, so that was oh, definitely okay. killing. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> But like, so everybody brings something so different to where, you know, people would think it's a, um, a bad mix. Cause we even spoke about that initially, like but before everything, you were like, yo, why would y'all, you know, with, with Zay and the kind of rapping that he's doing, that's a good representation. I said, Hey, look, uh, yeah. cash money just signed a rock group <laughs> and Diddy, you can't tell me that Biggie and 112 sound anything. <laughs> sound anything alike so it's just one of those things where you've got to have something that's uh that's mass appealing and if so many different things can come together and do a mass appeal i know you ain't from the low country but we do something called low country broil and it's a whole bunch of stuff in that pot that tastes absolutely delicious when you start pulling it out it's a gumbo yeah i know Even. yeah so so like it's <laughs> it's so many different things that you kind of fuse together in order to create something that I think is, is going to be great. And to be honest with you, after seeing Wanye's video and the way that you felt where you said that you think he's going to be the one, I felt that way too. And I felt that way about you too. And this will be the last time y'all hear this too. So don't play back this podcast. <laughs> I got emotional that night. Like I, I teared up about it. Wait, Wanye? About Wanye and just, oh, yeah. and, oh, just yeah. and just the yeah. growth that I've seen from everybody because I'm thinking to myself, yo, this hard work is starting to pay off. Like you starting to see people really come into their own. I've gotten emotional behind your stuff a long time ago. Because it's one of those, damn, I've seen how much you've grown from when I first heard you to where you are now. And I've seen the the arrogance go to confidence. And I've seen one of those, hey, y'all might be able to do this, but y'all can't, y'all can't walk it like I walk. Y'all, y'all can only talk what I'm walking. Fair enough. Hubris. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. let's run down future projects coming out this year. True right. King Music Group. So Wanye. Okay. Um Book of Black and Gold, Chapter One, Kelvin. We'll come back to that. We're we gonna come back to that. Yeah. Um We got we got a little bit more to go. We've got uh King Zay. Yeah. Um we've got <laughs> uh by the grace of God, I think. I think what you said initially in one of our initial meetings, this uh, this compilation. <laughs> my humble opinion. This once, that that should come out first before everything again, else. My humble opinion. That, that should come out first before everything else. Not not everything else. I think that should be top priority. I think, in my humble opinion. Right. If you everybody in the label has a job, everybody in the label is putting money behind something. Right. My humble opinion is the two projects, everybody on the label strap singles. 
strap right. the little loose songs. I agree the, with that. The only things, bodies of work that should come out this year is the Shaolin Sholo record and the compilation album. If I'm running, if I'm running True King, that's what my money's on. So, Book of Black and Gold coming out regardless. <laughs> but and, he don't listen. I tell you, no, he don't no, listen. See, but what y'all, and once we get into that, you'll understand why. Okay. Once we really get into that, you'll understand why I'm saying that it's gonna come out this year, regardless. So, yeah. um, you, me, Zay, and Wanye are the four. Right. Okay. Uh, Vivid already released something at the tail end of last year. I remember. Um, it was uh, on SoundCloud. He wants to release something this year. Um, we're working on his production. And it may be this year, might be early next year, or what have you. But I get, I get exactly what you're saying, though. Trust me. Gotcha. And... Don't think for one moment that what you're saying falls on deaf ears because it doesn't. I'm, hey man. When you leave, we still talk about it. Hey man. Don't think it's falling on deaf ears. I promise you. I listen. It's I, not. I've learned my lesson from Illville. I, I got an album to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say my piece yeah. and I'm gonna go back to recording. I got I'm kind of right in this room. Um, <laughs> I was gonna make you rank all the members of True King. That's not fair. From not best, do it. from best to worst. Not doing it. But I have a better idea. Not doing it. <laughs> Not gonna do it. I have a better idea. I don't have my blazer, but this is the uh this is the uh the champion portion of the show. <laughs> champion <laughs> With that being said. This, now this is now this is fair. You have to play along. All right. You have to play along. All right. So you wanna start with 